pee before this is done. Welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont. All the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. Hopefully, we didn't get a bathroom break in there, Brady, uh, on the recording, but I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll find it's out. It's live. It's live, people. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, I'm Eric Ozempa. I'm Brady Steffel. And I'm Annie Larner. Hey, welcome in, everyone. Um, how's your weekend? How's your week going? Ah, I think I got COVID, so, you know, just been playing it playing it cool. Oh, oh really? hey, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is just, like it, I sounded a little worse at one point. I just feel a little tired. It, it's really not too bad. A little rundown, a little cough. But I bought this is the big thing for me recently. You guys talked about sweet cow, and I'm done with that crazy diet. But oh, hallelujah! Yay, yeah. hallelujah! Right? Yeah, it, it's uh, I'll go go into it off here. But like, <laughs> I was gonna buy an ice cream maker because I'm like, I want ice cream, and you guys have been talking about sweet cow. And so I was like, I'm going to buy it so I can make like coconut milk ice cream or something. Yeah, yeah, nice. And so then I got this idea in my head and I went off the diet. And I bought this like pretty deluxo, like not super high end, but like a pretty nice ice cream maker. And I spent like an entire day in this last week making ice cream. And it's really freaking good. Uh, that's what I've been up to. Made sorbet. I made sorbetto, I guess, technically. I bought the book Chow Bella, uh, which has got nice. like... Um, very cool. Uh, a bunch of gelato recipes in it. I made a strawberry gelato, and then I also made a vanilla ice cream. And I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a chunky boy if I keep. Eating this stuff. <laughs> you could, you could use to, you could use a little bit of girth. So oh, good. Yeah. we were worried we're about you last week. So you know, been wearing small shirts since I was like, um, yeah. geez, like a senior in high school or whatever. Your animals and kids. Yeah. 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 That's right. Very cool. Annie, how's your week? How's your weekend? Yeah, it's been crazy. I'm a little frazzled as I land here today to chat with you guys, but it's been a it's been a good week. It's been good. I'm sorry. I hope everything's busy. okay. No, you're everything's great. Okay. I'm just yeah. it's a busy day, busy week, and yeah. sometimes you come like screeching in to your various things and obligations. But Scrum! yeah. Uh let's see. We we went to a Rockies game last week, oh, nice. which was a lot of fun this yeah. weekend. Yeah, I haven't that was the second one I went to this, but the whole family thing with the matinee and Go down with the. It was super fun. Um, very hot. Highly recommend if you're going to go to a Rockies game, get your seats in section 205. That's that's our favorite. Yes, it's like yes, it's like the level of club, but it's behind right field on top of the organ, and it puts you under the shade. Yes, so it's super clutch. Very smart. Yeah, we wouldn't um, have survived otherwise. And really, with the nets up, it's not as fun to sit at the baseline anyway, because you know the balls don't come screaming over your head anymore because of the nets there. So right, kind of yeah, right, totally. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. So did are you a are you a stay there for the marathon or are you ditching at the fifth inning? I'm okay, curious. so we have really low expectations when we bring kids to games like this on a afternoon. So we're always like really, but we're like. We go into it expecting to try to make it through the fifth inning, and then we'll see what happens. But we went pretty far. We went to, I think, halfway through the eighth. Um, but again, it was because of the shade. We would not have made it that far without the shade. We all would have just died and sizzled. And yeah, it wouldn't have worked. But I went to this really hot game with my son, and we're sitting there in the sun. Like, it was just excruciatingly hot. And there was this German foreign exchange student who was sitting next to us. <laughs> Finally, around the sixth inning, he goes, how long is this game? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's baseball, buddy. That's uh... <laughs> so long. But yeah, I mean, I haven't been to a lot of baseball in recent years, but they've done all those rule changes to speed up the game. And I think it does help. I think it kind of moves along. I mean, there's, you know, we're getting into a hot ticket debate here about, you know, people who want to preserve the essence of baseball and people who want to modernize baseball. And I won't comment on that, but I will say it did hum things along kind of nicely. 
Oh, I'm, I'm bringing it right now. So you've opened that <laughs> can of worms. So institute the pitch clock and do it. Don't just say, oh yeah, we have a pitch clock, but we don't adhere to it. Secondly, I think there should be a designated hacker, somebody who just swings at anything. That would speed up the game really quick. And then get rid of the stupid two tip foul strike rule. Like, I'm sorry, three swings and you tip it the third time, you're out too. Too bad. Oh, now you those, know, are, you're not, those are you're not very sit, big changes. Oh, my yeah. Goodness. And you're not going to sit there and tip off for 15, you know, swings. It's like, oh, my gosh. You know, you take forever I mean, to get a batter out. So, Eric, Eric, we yeah. got to take baby steps here. The, the changes that they have made are really, like, not substantial. And people are still just up in arms. I mean, I got an earful from my dad while I was listening. The whole game, you know, about the this and that and the DH and blah, blah, blah. I mean, this is we got to we got to work together on this. Well, but the, I hate to tell you this, but you brought down the average age in the stadium probably significantly. I mean, oh, come on, because, you know, there it's it's like an old it's there. an old person game. So, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I will say the last time I think I actively watched actual baseball was when the Minnesota Twins won the World Series in 1991. Yeah. 87 and 91. And that's like, got jazz as our team one, and I don't think we've done anything decent ever since. And then, you know, the Vikings were good for a while. We watched that instead. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, more happens. Like, the only the worst part about watching football is all the ads and stuff. They, they, nobody ever stops talking. It's like, dude, just, just play the game. That's what I like yeah. about watching soccer. You put soccer on, it's like, hey, look at it. the game's going. Right now, everyone, Annie is Googling the average age of baseball watchers. I know that. <laughs> um, but it's true. I mean, it's an old, it's an old and maybe dying game. That might stir some people up. Side dish at Longmont, side dish Longmont at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, they need to do some radical changes. So they're gonna, who knows what's gonna happen. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they could just of- like have a like every like randomly in the ball bag, just one of them is just full of like confetti. Yeah, you know, like that type of thing. One of them's just like, you know, like it's just random. You pull that out. One's like extra cork or something in it. You know, like you got random. Ba- you don't know what you're getting. You got the yeah. RNG, the, the the random yeah. number generator in there just going like, yep. And then you do whatever. It'd be like a video game where you just say, we don't know. They call it RNG and then you hope for a good roll on the R and the RNG. And they say, RNG, Jesus, please give me a good roll, you know, and then boom. And Andy, you were going to say, go ahead. Well, I was going to say that baseball is a dying sport and is objectively a dying sport as well as um, football. I mean, I think football is very threatened right now. A lot of young people in terms of their pipeline interest at a younger age and golf is a dying sport. And what else? I mean, there's for sure. I mean, more golf courses close than open every year and I know what's that a, what's these the golf associations. What's the, that, what's the up and up? What's what's on the you know NBA? Yeah, you right. That's NBA, one of the questions. You go NBA to an is NBA, growing. You go to an uh, NBA game. It is young. Yeah. It is so NBA super is healthy. Young. It's I urban, think that it, uh, soccer is growing for sure. Oh, which I'm happy to see because I like to see America like sort of engage with the rest of the world. Yeah, because it's like oh, it's the it's the World Series. It's like Japan's actually pretty good at baseball. We don't really bring them in. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Good like Formula, I would just like to Formula see One is growing. That's yeah. like U.S. is its major growth market, and they're buying up all kinds of rights over here in the U.S. And I, I will say that I know like esports gets a lot of shtick. Is like stick is absolutely a, that's esports a big, is growing. Yeah, yeah that's a big totally. Thing too. That's probably mm-hmm. where a lot of younger folks go. Because so my son is all about you know MMA and WWE right. and all that, that too. stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and like yep. MMA, I think it's I get a morbid fascination on watching it. I mean, I, I come across as this insanely pragmatic, but like. You know, if, if you want to play football, like if you're going to make your living out of doing that or like some other form of getting CTE, like I do, I do not condone that, but you're going to do it with or without me. Um, yeah. I am not the one propping these markets up, but 
in both, I, I get sort of a sense of fascination out of like the whole spectacle of it, you know, gladiatorial sports and all that. But um, yeah, if they both went away, I guess I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that's probably better for society as a whole. But yeah, they're, they're doing it anyway. It's it's some wild stuff. It's I mean, impressive to watch people at the peak of, you know, physical performance doing that kind of stuff. But oof. now uh, that we don't our sports segment, I think we need to pivot to the news of Longmont. Perfect. You know, we side dish long mud. So is is the are the links closing? Are we losing a (laughs) yeah? Exactly. We lost a golf course. Actually, we did lose Haystack, which was a big huge bummer. I mean, I know so many people that learned, myself included, golf out there, and it was your last sort of executive course where you could bring the family, lay out a picnic blanket, hit some ball. I mean, it was really relaxed and the last of its kind around here, and that was sold a few years ago, and they put a just like four houses up on the whole entire I agree with you. I love the clubhouse there. It was so like Midwestern, so cool. like this, all you needed was a lake there and you could have just, yeah. you know, just envisioned just sitting out there, like with the lake and a drink just in some your swampy hand water out. feature yeah, exactly. and a bunch of mosquitoes. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it's sad, you know, for me, one of the things they did on the East coast before we pivot to Longmont news is they try this concept of like you can go for lunch and just play four holes or five holes and be done. Oh, cool! And to that's me, that's awesome. that's like to me, that's all I need. Like yeah. I'd like to have three or that's five really holes fun. and be that's done and get off the course and be. And, yeah, 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 totally. I mean, I don't have any desire to play eighteen holes ever again. So I know yeah. it's really long. Eighteen yeah. holes is a lot, unless you're doing best ball. Best ball eighteen holes is very fun. <laughs> Still, it's like four hours though. Gosh. Anyway, I've um, never played. Around the golf, not ever. <laughs> oh my gosh, we'll get that you was... some. We'll get you some rattlesticks, and you can go out there and do it. <laughs> yeah, my dad plays a lot all the time. Uh, yeah. I've never played, never played around. I don't right. think I've ever hit a ball in a straight line for that matter. <laughs> so neither have I. Don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> all right. So what goes well with golf is usually beer. Okay. So quality liquors is open again. It looks like so on Main Street there, uh, just south of Mountains View. Yeah. So Brady's grimacing. Um, but you have know, you been in? Those... Have you been in? No, Not no, no. Recently. I just passed by and it said that they oh. were they were open. They had a cold beer. And I thought, oh, wow, hey, it looked totally redone so far. Okay. It's not like perfect, but they're great. Like they're doing something different. I have actually never been there. Oh, I went I've been once. to many oh, liquor stores. I've out. never been to that yeah. liquor store. Oh, that ever. was a, so, just went, a classic sketchy, sketchy yeah. liquor store. <laughs> yes. I, I went you one need time. to experience it. Yeah. When, when we first moved here, we lived up off of Mountain View. Um, and it's like you, you sort of go in a circle trying to find your your haunts. And I stopped there one time and I was like, well, I'll probably find a different one. Um, it was, I, you know, I don't mind a sketchy liquor as long as they have what I need. And it's like a convenient location. I'll tolerate those the sketchiness 40s, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. There's one over by the uh, Tortilleria Las Americas. That's a that's kind of on par. Oh, with yeah. yeah. I've been there was. before. Yeah. yeah. It's your old English. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The coolers are like wooden, and I think for a long time they only took cash, but they recently are taking credit. That's that's a brand new thing over there. Like wow. they were holding out till like just like Long's Peak Pub, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, but they're back again, so they're taking cash only now. It's Long's Peak Pub, that is. So oh, back to right. cash. Yeah, yep, back to cash. <clears throat> you know, Very bold. Um. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. A liquor store that wasn't taking credit cards. What's that about? I know, so, yeah. right? That's that's how. That's. I mean, I think that's very telling. <laughs> so I have to ask you, what's your favorite kind of like off off brand liquor store in town? I'm just curious. 
off brand. Well, what do you mean off brand? Like I mean, sketchy like, liquor store? Yeah, I'd say sketchy or like yeah, oh, I mean, you're you're in that neighborhood and you're desperate and you're like, okay, I, oh, I'll go in here. Well, I feel like we talked about it. It's the one over by Ninth and Kaufman. Yeah, I know. I I was like, oh, oh I yeah, don't know no, I've ever been to that one. I go there all the time. I I love those guys. Oh, they're that great. one's really sketchy to me. They're so, yeah. but they're so nice. I just love them. The yeah. the employees there, and and it's always entertaining. The, so the our, our fun sketchy one is Francis Street. We'll go there. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll go there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Usually though, like I live, I don't live that far from PJ's. So I just got to yeah. sort of roll down the hill and it's like, well, I go to yeah. Francis or I go to PJ's. Yeah. 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 Also, Manny, I don't know if you have Intel on this, but old Chicago, it looks like they're working on the building. Do you have any Intel? She's, she's looking like she can't disclose anything. And she no, knows. she's going, yeah. I absolutely have nothing yeah. to talk about. You notice what her tell is. Her tell is like, she's stroking her chin right now. <laughs> well, that's and she's trying like to give the, us a signal. Uh, like, we're supposed to guess chin, uh, wag. No, anyway, um, the uncomfortable yeah. smile and the, like the grimace. Yeah, like, that also is a big giveaway. <laughs> you guys are painting me as much cooler than I am because I literally don't have any idea. Actually, I think I've okay. called on that building once or twice and not gotten to the bottom of what's going on over there. I don't know. I'm really curious. So someone should tell us. So somebody who doesn't know what Old Chicago is, do you want to describe what that is, Annie? Old Chicago was, is yeah. was the old pizza place. It was over on Ken or is over on Ken Pratt, but forever an old Chicago forever a place to just I think they had pool did they have pool there where you they had pool but it was pool. like when I was growing up in Boulder they had like an arcade a giant arcade adjacent to the one on Pearl Street and you go there and play Donkey Kong and all this other stuff nice. that was kind of their shtick it was like the kids get to hang out and you know pour quarters into our machines and you guys right. can have a deep dish pizza right so <laughs> Yeah, ter- yeah, pizza. I mean, they had you know the red like co- upside down cone lights over the tables where it always oh, felt like yeah. ever so dark, and the wooden tables were like yes. varnished to ten times yeah. over, and you could get a <clears> beer. <throat> Not that I had the beer when I was kid, but anyway, old Chicago deep dish pizza, long closed, long closed, and everybody's been wondering what's going on with that. It's a standalone retail building, like right on Ken Pratt, a restaurant. So, so can I ask you a, from your perspective though, as a commercial property person, would it be something that somebody would do? Would they, would they amplify, would they accentuate the property without actually having somebody to lease it to? Or is that, it doesn't really matter. They might not indicate that somebody's going in there. Oh, it might indicate someone's going in there for sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. but it also could be true that they're just making it look a little nicer. Is that true or not? No, no, okay. they're not doing something with it unless there's a deal on the table. Okay, with either a sale or a lease or something. Okay, cool. Well, we'll preparing it for. Look yeah, forward we'll to... do some sleuthing. Yeah, That's... exactly. Mm-hmm. So one of the things Brady were uh, were talking about off air was that we don't really think we don't really think that there needs to be probably another pizza choice in town. <laughs> so I'm hopeful that they're not I like mean, going, Hey, let's open a pizza place. You yeah. Know, but, I yeah. mean, it's, it's a challenge. That's a, a fairly big building that is a restaurant. And so you don't want to make it not a restaurant anymore. Cause they're just so expensive to build out. And if it's yeah. a second generation restaurant, you want to keep it that way, but it's big and finding like a big restaurant user well, like too, that like, has to be, it's not going to be local. It's you know? so weird. There's yeah. these spots in town. And like, we've, we've talked about a lot on Hover street where there's like these zones that are hard to get in and out of, unless you're on the right side of the road and you want to go the correct way when you're leaving. Because crossing traffic and getting in, it's like such a negotiation. And I think that parts of Ken Pratt and parts of Hover Street are some of the worst in town for that. And you're going, you're going to put a restaurant in there. It's like, I don't know. It's not a particularly like desirable place to just go to a spot to eat. It's not bad. But um, so it's like, well, it doesn't have a lot of curb appeal kind of. It's not going to get a lot of walk-in traffic. It's like, okay, I don't know. 
It just seems like an odd spot to have Which stuff. Which one? Old Chicago? Yeah, down there. Where, like, where the old smoking so days visible, was. visible, though. It has great parking. When was the like... last time you stopped anywhere on like that in that area? But if just it's a restaurant like a that thing. you'd want to go to. Yeah, but totally if it's a desirable, I would agree with Andy. If it's a desirable restaurant that you want to get to, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's got yeah. great visibility. So, yeah. yeah but it's unfortunately, cool it has been one of those, like the roost before it was the roost. Just this kind of cursed location. That, totally. yeah. There it's were many so things there that just didn't do very well. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah and we'll having the, and those speaking of those guys, the tiki bar, the suelos that took over Outback Steakhouse is another good example where it's the standalone yeah. building. It's a really big restaurant. Like who's going to take that over other than someone like Outback? And the fact that like a local restaurant opened this big thing is is kind of rare. And yeah. of, of course, so for me, Old Chicago is kind of like the last bastion of a fern bar in Longmont. So I'd like <laughs> Bennigan's to come in and take it over as Bennigan's. just bring back the fern bar in full glory. <laughs> And potato skins, yeah, appetizers. I mean, the thing is, like, you you, yeah. you laugh, but like, every so often, bell bottoms are a thing again. No, oh, again, yeah. they call them boot and cut or whatever, but it's and like tiki yeah. bars are a thing. Yeah, that's right. And so, I mean, eventually, you know, everything old that is new. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, you could easily get away with that because there's, I mean, you, you talk about these things, but there's a whole generation of people that, and this is sort of a crude one, but like, there's a whole generation of people that are now out in the world that were born after 9 11. You know, there's like, I know, that's crazy. Yeah. And so you think like this is such a hallmark moment. It's such a, like a thing that's like a shared culture experience. But no, there's like, and so there's people that have never been into a fern bar. And I had to like, what are you talking about? It's a fern bar. <laughs> like people would go, potato skins. These are great. You know, like it would be, that is true. It would be new. Like it would I really do think, thing. yeah. So, I really do think I can bring back some of those 80s appetizers and people would be like, oh my gosh, what's this? Yeah. yeah what do you think you could bring back? Apps. Oh, back potato skins. Definitely potato yeah. skins. Yeah. 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 That was a great thing. Um, there were you probably guys, some other things too. I'm not thinking that, of. You um, the old Chicago in Boulder was the first one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ever. I'm, of course, yeah. you know that, Eric. But for our audience, I guess, um, yeah, it's no longer there. And actually, it's a brand new building now. But uh, that was the very first one ever. It was Started very, very cool back in the day. It was cool back mm-hmm. in the day. It really Super. was cool. Um, let's see. Speaking of kind of new things, uh, I noticed Dickens. Prime is under new management. I'm not really sure what that means. So I'm going to call on Brady to ask, to maybe speculate. What is, you're oh, in the yeah, restaurant you business. Oh, yeah, some speculation. Yes, does that mean, does hey, that like, mean that like they've got new management or new ownership or both? I don't really understand what the terminology what was the, means. What was the language? It just says under new management. Yeah, it's I would a new think operator. that somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody else bought it. And that like, to the me, business. that makes me think that, you know, either something happened, there was some big change. They were overwhelmed or like, you know, it wasn't working out the way that they thought. And there's been a bunch of threads on the um, kitchens, like, what's it called? Kitchen Confidential subreddit, yeah. which is the name of Anthony Bourdain's book. <laughs> and there's there's a subreddit with that. And it's it's a lot of industry professionals who like to chat. And one of the big topics lately is like, who are these people who think when I retire, I'm going to open a restaurant? Yeah, because they're exactly. always like, have you ever worked at a restaurant? It's like, no. <laughs> have you ever worked in a bar? No. Have you ever like like that but i just like to cook it's like yeah but cooking in a restaurant cooking at home like there's shared but they're so different and so you never know and i'm not saying this is what happened at at dickens but like you never know because you can you know people with an idea or whatever i'm happy that somebody bought it and was trying to do a little bit more with the building and all that so um if it didn't work out for them or if they just wanted to move on uh happy trails but you know it's restaurants especially ones that transfer ownership that fast are 
rife for speculation. So if you know what's going on there, by all means, well, I think they just probably sold it because it's Mm -hmm. the building owner's different. And then they, I would imagine they just bought the business and took over the lease that they had. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if you, if you go through all that work of, of like starting, like buying a restaurant, re-envisioning it, like putting a bunch of work into it, and then very shortly thereafter, sell it. Usually that means something's up. You know, do do you think that, because I mean, usually you go in it with a dream and a vision if you're making a restaurant and then you've got this long-term goal. I don't know because like kitchens are so culturally, like culturally, like they're these phenomena and they have to be operating a certain way in order to, to function. And you start swapping people out. It doesn't really mm. necessarily work the same. It's not like if you go to craft Foods, right? did work and you say, you are an automaton. Um, we're going to train you. You're going to do this thing. You're going you're gonna, to like sign off. Like everything has to be done this exact same way. If you have a kitchen, if the chef changes, if the management changes, you know, somebody's like, oh, well, now I want you to wash your hands with the gloves on so that you're reusing it. They're like, okay, you're insane. You don't know what you're doing. And this is just, this is a whole other thing aside from, I'm not speculating about them anymore, but I'm saying like, like when things change in a restaurant, like it can be a whole cultural thing that, you know, changes everything on the way down. Like it trickles through the whole thing. I think that's so incredibly true of any business, but the way that kitchens run, like they're so like people work 60 hours a week. They live there. It's very juvenile at the back of the house. You pretend to be very formal in the front. And then like it, the culture can shift very fast. And so I'm, I'm curious about that, you know, uh, yeah. what's going on. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not casting. Sure. I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm saying yeah. like, but things can. And I'm, so well, and me for me, curious. that's one of those spaces that I think is really cool, but I think it, it's one of those things where it's a challenging space. It's like, it'd be yeah. neat to just go in there and say, I've got both loads of money and I'm going to change it up entirely. Cause yeah, it's just cause such it's a like, strange space. It's like, okay, restaurant over here, bar over here. And yep. just kind of interesting. It's sort of like walk through the bar to get to the restaurant. And then there's yeah. an upstairs that I've never been to and, and some other stuff, but yeah. Um, yeah. And then the pandemic happened. So maybe they just held on long enough and said, we're burned out, you know, who knows? I don't know. So, but they're doing like a steakhouse concept, right? Like nice yeah. steaks. I think but that was what it was before. <clears throat> so it's kind of weird that it says under new management. So right. Yeah. Well, yeah. they didn't include the prime in the name. So now I'm convinced. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> Proper steak. <laughs> um, the other one I noticed too on Main Street that was up is a sign that says coming soon splish splash. And there. it's where I believe the old um smoke and bowls used to be. Ah, right. So smoke, but I thought smoke and bowls was converting over to a bakery. Like a pastry shop or something. Yeah. But sp- splish splash could be something totally well, different. Kind of sounds like a dog wash, but it does sound know, like that. Yeah. But remember the idea was for their pastry chef to also operate her own pastry company, I think, out of that yeah. lease while also fulfilling all of the orders yeah. for the restaurant. Yeah, so it's so a storefront where they sell baked goods. That, that yeah. could be her retail concept or whatever. Yeah, but she's not making the – there's Swish no weed splash. reference, so that's really kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we should watch out for that. It looks really cool. Nice. Um, shout out to Landline Donuts. I actually noticed their sign and awning today. I didn't notice it before. I just noticed the line out the door. Yeah. But, right. you know, right. heads up – I mean, you know, kudos to them for a really great awning and, and sign on Main Street. Looks good. Yeah, they've brought some nice improvements to that part of Main <clears> Street. It's awesome. Um, I know Annie, you know about this place, but the Honey Shack down on Kaufman and um 10th. Okay. And it's the little place that there's a place that is actually right across the street from Walgreens that actually sells honey and stuff. And you can walk in there and they've got like this yeah, kind of Highland retail. Honey. 
Yeah. Highland? Yeah. yeah. Highland. They call honey it the shack. honey shack on the store. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that's uh Tim over there with Highland honey. They, yeah, uh, but it's really cool. So they, they have a different variety of honey. I didn't actually set foot in there. I've got to, you know, don't people, people listen for this, you know, like, Oh, I, <laughs> I, I saw this place. I've not actually been there, you know, so we just speculate, <laughs> but I will go there. I'll do some Intel, but anyway, it looks kind of cool. It's where the old tombstone carving area used to be yes that is really good honey that is fantastic it's honey and he is displaying a highland honey uh uh jar right now so it's funny i literally got this from that place about last week and yeah it's no it's my really, bag ever since it's very good yeah so if you go to highlandbees.com you can see um information there and then they have information about the space too as well but that stuff is good the, i'm i'm a fan of the creamed honey so that's just oh mm, it's the whipped the, it's so good yeah oh man yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, oh yeah i'm i've been going through like i've been off a of dairy for like two years and like god oh my god butter Oh my God. Just want to give a shout out to whoever figured that out. <laughs> like, you know, that that one seems more logical than other things. <laughs> yeah. You know, like butter seems like, okay, that makes sense. You know, after a while, I just got mixed and you're like, oh my gosh, what is this? You got to shake it. You I make think I'll eat this. Sudden, yeah. But you know, like <laughs> coffee, like how did God, okay. I understand that a cocoa, went yeah. over there and ate beans and was frolicking around, but then it's like some, some person like says, oh, okay. Wow. The goat was frolicking around. I think I'll eat these. They taste nasty. Yeah. You know what I'll do? I'll cook them yeah. and then I'll brew them with water and first, then we'll drink it. Yeah, yeah. First, first, what we're going to do is uh, for cocoa, we're going to like pull all the stuff out. It's going to be mucusy. Then we're going to throw it yes. in a heap until it ferments for a day or two. <laughs> and then we're going to cook it and then we're yes. going to make nibs. And then we're going to, it's like, what? Yeah. Um, but it's super good. <laughs> like, I love chocolate, you know, like whatever. Chad says he doesn't like it. I think he's never had good stuff. I don't know. Uh, it's like, how do you not like it? Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that's like, how did we get to this? Exactly. Because like, yeah. it has to have a jumping off point. I mean, with but, honey, it's not even like we, like we literally didn't invent it. The I know. That's what's cool about it. We just you literally collected that. it. Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. There's yeah. Like, so it totally makes like, sense. Look at these crazy hexagons. I'm just going to chew on this. And mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, bread is another one. Like, okay, wow, look at that grain. You know what I think I'll do? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, and the thing, the thing about a lot of those too that I think is crazier is like the the selective breeding of those plants because they used to just be yeah. like tiny things and they get bigger and they go ah no we got this thing and then we grind it up and then oops we accidentally you know like fermented by accident how are we doing this what's going on um, some of that stuff's a bit more natural I don't understand how you keep up cocoa beans into a pile and I, that one is just so weird some of the other it ones is like, weird yeah. yeah. Generationally, like that one eventually, it's gonna like wine will eventually happen if you store grapes somewhere. Yeah, you know, makes sense. If you have like a dough, eventually it's gonna pick up yeast and start fermenting. But like, what? Some of the other yeah. stuff, like what the heck? I don't know. Uh, when I watch my boys like out in the backyard putting together ants and rocks and sticks and every combination of like organic matter you can imagine i'm like i feel like they might come up with something at some point i'm like yeah. that's pretty much how it happens you're just playing and experimenting with everything around you in your environment yeah. so wait a second they're putting papers. together ants rocks and sticks is that what you said i mean you know, have you never had canopy eric <laughs> 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 I was like, just picture them grabbing ants and throwing them on sticks, <laughs> rocks. <laughs> yeah. Later, Tim. Yeah. yeah Crazy. Uh, a couple of other things. Let's see. Fettle and fire. Are you aware of this place? Yeah. Oh, so that okay. is on fire. Is Kim, Kim yeah. Mark between 9th and 10th. 
That's like gift shops and artisans and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's that like a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. gift shop. So basically, and they have a vending machine is... where you can buy gifts out of their vending machine. It's yeah, so, so cool. this is a person named Lindsay. And after studying glass blowing through high school and college, she bought a tiny used kiln and snuck it into her first rental house. For years, she sold fused glass jewelry and ornaments online and dabbled in pottery as a hobby. Soon she realized the possibilities in clay are endless. Yada, yada, yada. Learned English watching Seinfeld. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> there's a good reference for all the old school Seinfeld people. Um, she was able to leave her real job to create a pottery pottery full time. And now she opened her studio at 921 Kimbark. Oh, cool. And so you can go there and she actually has products online. Really nice website, it will say. What's the website? So, yeah. Um, it's fettleandfire.com. So I love that. It's not fettle hyphen backslash colon. <laughs> Wow, I spelled no fettle. punctuation. Yeah, <laughs> I spelled fettle right the first time. I'm I'm proud of. It. I don't even, I don't even know what a fettle is, but I don't know what fettle is either. But it's kind of cool. I yeah. thought um, you said fennel and fire, and I was like, yeah, ah, <laughs> yeah. This has got to be a different word because I don't think this has anything. You know, if you put fennel and fire, you actually come up with this really cool bread. I'm kidding. You don't. Oh, wow, <laughs> but, yeah. But she outside of the thing, I think there's this big, really cool vending machine that you yes. find in like Tokyo or something. Yes. And you can vend her gifts that yeah. she makes or I don't, her products or whatever out. And so it's like 24-7, go up. If you're like last minute, you need to pick up a gift for someone, like stop by and pick something up. It's kind of cool. It is very cool. So they've got like, I mean, she's sold out of a lot of things, but you know, she got some chimes here and pottery chimes and some other stuff. I just think it's... Really cool. It's kind of a you know, it's an it's an interesting area over there. It's it a is, little yeah. you know, it's not, I love it. It's it doesn't funky. get a lot of traffic, but but it's really cool there's that like she's auto she's doing dealership. It. There's like an office yeah. at the other end of the block. Yeah. It's like newer building. There's a park at the end. There's a yeah, multi-family, cool old house is really mixed. And a funky old office complex that has giant banners on it that say rent me, which I'm like, eh, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yep. um, but no, it's uh, she's got some cool stuff. So I'm I'm gonna have to drop by there. It looks really cool. It looks, I think she's pretty casual about the hours, so you just can't run over there at nine o'clock right. and expect her to be right. open. But you know, Studio maybe you hours. hit it and she's there. Yeah, <laughs> be pretty cool. Nice. Um, the other one too, another new gift shop is Moroccan Rugs and Gifts. We yeah, were talking about this off air, and yeah. yeah, so they literally have what the name suggests. If you got rug money, head on down. <laughs> You've got rug money. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. Rugs, high, you know, the high-end rug market. Because they got nicer rugs. It's what's what's the address? That one. I'm looking real quick. So I'm efforting. So And uh, are they are yeah. they like imperial rugs or what kind of rugs are they? Are they or not what imperial? Is imperial like imperial not not imperial rugs, like uh oriental rugs. Is that a word you can use anymore with rugs? Well, it's a Moroccan rug, so that wouldn't be Asian. Um, right. but, uh, but like, yeah, more, more, more Middle Eastern, more okay, Middle yeah. Eastern design, yeah. you know, yeah. um, you know, uh, I lost the, I lost the uh, designs, you know, I'm trying to think of the word. I can't think of the, the word, you know, cause I'm, I'm challenged right now, but, mm. uh, I am. So if you know where Sandy, the tailor is on third, oh, and yeah, the, third and yeah, so it's right next door. Oh, oh, by Roboto and then the St. Yeah. Green and across yeah, from Java Stop. Yeah. So people yeah. think yeah. about where yeah, that yeah, co- yeah, where Java Stop Moroccan is. Rugs and Gifts. Yeah. yeah I think yep. that's what so it looks cool. really pretty cool. So I'm not... they have like imported rugs that you can get yeah. from Middle East stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean they've nice. got other things too. They got pillows. Now, um, do they blankets. do the whole rug buying like ceremony the way they do in the Middle East where you kind of go in and you sit down and you have tea and like you talk about the rug and like the is it like mm. heirloom type pieces or <laughs> 
I don't think it's, I mean, I think they're pretty pricey. I mean, they've got $2,000 rugs, but you know, I know that people who collect rugs are talking much more than that, but um, so I think they're approachable. I mean, as far as the prices, the other thing too, that they have is they have pillows, ceramic plates, some other cool stuff too. So anyway, kind of neat. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Hot tip to rug owners. If you own a power washer, this is like the best way you can clean your rug is like take it out on a hot day and just power wash it and let it dry. Like maybe all day, night, maybe do it in the morning and let it just sit out. You will have a new rug. Mm. It will change your rug. Color will come back. You will think it's brand new. <laughs> I will say I bought a wool rug at a garage sale years ago and I am a convert. I'm converted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're awesome. They're so I will give you a hot tip too that Sandy learned on another podcast, which is called, I can't what it is, but it's about cleaning. It's the funniest awesome. thing. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but it's like, really cool. Like stain tips. And stuff. Yeah, amazing. exactly. Like tips on like cleaning stuff up and that sort of it. thing. But anyway, so Andrew, who does another podcast called TBTL um, and his co-host out of uh, Washington, really funny podcast. But so they, um, he has this podcast about cleaning and they said, what you should do in the winter is go out and throw your rug down in a bank of snow. And then you'll lift it up and you'll see all the dirt come off of it on the snow and your rug will be fine. And actually she did that and actually wrote them and said, that's amazing. No so way. I just want to give you a hot tip there. Wait, that so is like upside really, down on yeah. the bank of snow. Yeah. So you just like flop it down on the bank of snow and it just, it was amazing. What? It worked really well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so, yeah. I can't wait for winter now. <laughs> that's so We've cool. always had uh, in the house. I think like, it is the coolest thing in the world. It really worked really well. It was crazy. When I was yeah. growing up, my dad always had um, a vacuum cleaner and we it's use that all the time. Great. You know, we, we, we grew we up with vacuum, vacuum cleaners too, too Brady. It, you know, I'm old, but we grew up with vacuum cleaners too. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, okay, you take the rug outside, throw it in the stove. No, Brady, um, when you power wash your rug, you will yes. see everything yes. that your vacuum cleaner has not been doing. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a wet vac with the, like the, you know, the whole, like I got the whole scene. Um, no, 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 I'm telling you, you no, need I'll more force power. I'm also a convert. I mean, not a convert, but I'm a firm believer in like, you know, you, you grab those mats out of your car and you go to the car wash and you hose those suckers down too. I mean, that's I did exciting. wash my car the yeah. other day. No, I vacuumed my car the other day. I thought of you. <laughs> thought of you. I vacuumed all, all, all three of them. And I think wow. we bought our CRV a 19 and it's probably the third time I vacuumed it. Oh nice. nice. But you know what? You stay at your house all day, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, I don't, yeah. so I'll be honest. I don't put a lot of miles on. And it's also two adults. Yeah. You know, somebody yeah. was eating Cheerios or something in the car. And I was like, ah, my, so, my car is like my second home and I have children. So it's yes. just not staying. Yeah. My dad no, no. at a very yeah. young age was like, get in there and, and eat your vacuuming. It's like, wait, wait, wait. so you're the one who's eating, eating cereal in the back seat. Like you back there and started vacuuming that up. Um, so he, I, I learned the vacuum cars very early and I still don't care. Um, mostly it's just like foot dirt that goes in like with the upgraded rubber mats or whatever. Cause it's, you know, you don't want slushy junk in your car. But we got, you know, that part's dirty. And then the rest is, you know, we're, we're adults. Like, it's, it's not that gross. It's fine. Just a car. Yeah. Not no, depreciating that sounds asset. reasonable. Sounds reasonable. That's right. Yeah. All right. Eric, are we going to hit up some events here or what? Yeah, real quickly. Um, I do want to mention two things. So first of all is um, shout out to Matt. We will get, uh, we'll connect with you about the theater. So he actually did reach back out and said, hey, oh. we're, getting close to opening the theater. Um, so just want to shout out, I believe that's his wife's endeavor down South near Hobby Lobby. We talked about this. I mistakenly said it was Jester's, which it's not. Right, it's down right. South by Hobby Lobby. So Matt, rest assured, I'll reach out to you and we'll, 
we'll get Perfect. you on the show or your wife on the show and we'll talk about the theater. Um, one other thing too, shout out to my friend, Chris, who for the longest time has been listening to this podcast and finally realized that I drive a real scooter and not like some weird, like elementary like a razor scooter, blade, yeah. a razor scooter. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I would be very uh, figure trimming. The amount of work that you would need to put in to schlep that thing. Oh my God. So he finally got it when he, when I said, yeah, you know, it's difficult to start, you know, sometimes blah, blah. He was like, oh, it really is. Not yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, it's hard, hard to get the momentum going. Exactly. My legs. Old. Yeah. 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 It's the Flintstones here. So you real know, quickly, Annie, before you go to events, did you you do you have an update on us about Scooter? Because you were looking at Scooters a while back. Is that kind of a sad, tragic subject? It's a really sad subject. Oh, I'm it's, sorry. it's sad. Yeah. I I decided, I decided, I thought and I thought I've test I've test driven the scooter I want multiple times. And in the end, it wasn't a practical enough purchase for me because I'm just not staying in town enough. And yeah. I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't do it enough to justify it. And um, I backed out of that and I kind of had to see how this year was going and how my like, anyway, it just, it just didn't, it didn't make sense in the end. And I'm, I'm grieving it still. I'm sorry. Can I ask you what the model was? Um, I was looking at a new scooter. Uh, They are the electric ones. Um, Oh, cool. They're made in China, but they are the best. They are the technology is incredible. They're super powerful. And the charge is they have the best batteries on the market. There's really no so it's one just making what China electric, electric scooter. scooter. That's what if people want to look these up. This no, is no, it's you. new N I U, and they're amazing. And our own Sportique scooter does. They de- are one of the few dealers in the U.S. that can actually get these because <clears throat> they're so limited in supply and they're hard to come by. There's a few in other states, but we do have them in Denver and Boulder, which is awesome. Um, so did JP tell you that? So he talked to me about that too. He said they're amazing. The one thing amazing. he said you have to ride them all the time or charge the battery all the time, or else the battery will just die uh i so, didn't read about that in my stuff but that's yeah. another justification for me to not yeah because he said the replacement cost is astronomical I so bet. i was yeah. like okay yeah i so couldn't anyway. quite get my spouse on board with me riding yeah the yeah. yeah and so it just it didn't it didn't I'm, I'm sad but you know what i did ride the other day for the first time was a, a one wheel have you seen those the one wheel boards? oh, Lord, oh yeah. the orb yeah the oh orb. my gosh it was so fun it was so like did you ride the did you ride the orb or did you ride the one with a, with a, it's like a skateboard and okay, there's a, yeah, this, yeah. the wheel in the middle and yeah. it takes a little, like I have a bruise on my wrist to show for my, I was going to say like, Annie, like I'm not, <laughs> not, I'm not outing you for being old or anything, but like there comes a point. Wait a minute. Who's older life, Brady. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. saying I wouldn't touch one of those things because my wrist would snap like like old matches. No, no, no. I'm Let saying me, you, you get to a point where you're no longer from t- falling. I actually am really proud of myself. I didn't fall. I took it. While, I have witnesses who will bear I, witness not, to this. I did pretty good, and I went wobbly for a while, and then I went fast. But I did it inside, and yeah. I had to jump off, and I hit my wrist on like a, yeah. a door frame, and that's where my bruise came from. I'm not because I like, fell. When you're when you're like the age that those things are marketed toward, which is like <laughs> teenagers. You're like made out of rubber bands and like right. whatever. No, totally. Yeah. And so Fair. you just get out and you bounce and you're like, oh, yeah. whatever. And then you're yeah. like, oh, all of the skin on my arm is missing. Ha, ha, ha. And yeah. now it's like that would lay me up for a month and a half. And yeah. I'd be like, well, I'm just like. I mean, the friend who God's rides it, it, he commutes all over with it. And uh, he said he's fully padded, held it yeah. and everything. It's it's yeah. no joke, you know, because they go like 17 miles an hour. But they are yeah, really so cool. They're yeah. so cool. They're it was already, so yeah. fun. I love it. So I will it. say my wife only lets me ride this in the basement. So oh, my no, skateboard. Nice. Careful. Longboard. Watch your wrist. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Watch your, yeah. yeah. Like old matches. Uh, there is a 2012 Vespa LXV 150cc scooter. 
on Craigslist right now for thirty-two fifty. That seems like a decent deal. I don't know, fifty-eight hundred miles. I could ride that. A Vespa, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, it's kind of my dream scooter. You know, Vespa. I just sold yeah. all my motorcycles. I could go out and buy a, a scooter. Yeah. I like people think like, oh, his motorcycle looks down on scooters. Like, I love all of it. I think like everything's got its merit because I had a motorcycle that was like sixteen hundred cc's, like two point nine seconds to sixty miles an hour. We do hundred miles an hour in second gear. I but I also I love riding scooters. They're so much fun. Like you just yeah. get on it. Like scooters anywhere you want to so go. They're so, so versatile. Fun. Like. Like I'm just gonna keep yeah. test driving him just so I can keep sitting on a scooter and it's, it's absolutely just so do it fun, fun and so no and you, you know eventually maybe you can do it you know because you know it's, yeah. it just depends but you know yeah I I agree I mean just pull up to Miko and go cool I'm hopping off I got a meeting mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's awesome. they're amazing if you're if it all right works. let's pivot to events um, Boulder County Fair comes to my mind right off the bat yep. so Saturday yep, they have exciting. a parade and then are you a fair per- are you all fair people. Uh-oh. I try to I try to make an appearance every year. I think it's cool. Um, appearance? Are you the homecoming queen? Talk about <laughs> dying sports a little bit. I was every year. I sort of feel like it's just dying a little bit more. Like just the whole yeah. 4-H and the concept. I mean, I think that they're in everybody that comes to it. They're super into it. But in terms of like people, the spectators from the cities, if you will, the towns coming out and seeing what the 4-H kids are doing, it just feels like that integration, that interest dies a little bit more. Every well, I, I think it's know. just indicative of Longmont's change. I mean, yeah. you know, they used to have a fairgrounds in Boulder long ago. And so, you know, they haven't yeah. had that forever. So, yeah. Um, so, but it's know, cool. Yeah. I like to stop by and I like to see it. It's fun. Yeah. To see some yeah. animals. And well, I'm, in full disclosure, I am the uh, proud winner of a blue ribbon for the marmalade contest many years ago. So, no you know, way. Yeah, did what one kind? and done. Yeah, I'm for my strawberry strawberry marmalade. I nice. was one and done. I was like, well done. Cool. I'm done. Yeah. Wow. Nice that was great. Job. Yeah. Go out impressed. strong. Yeah. I did. I didn't want to go back and, you know, try to try to reclaim victory or repeat. Go for the two you know, times. Just yeah. a little scary. Yeah. Back to back marmalade, man. Yeah. So but no, I, I enjoy this... the, the fair's cool. Yeah. The parade is a Saturday, you said? It is, yeah. So they awesome. um, so they line up, like, uh, just so everybody knows. So they're over by Roosevelt Park. They line up. And so there's a, you know, the route will be listed online. You can go check out Boulder County Fair and, and find out where the route goes. But generally speaking, if you're on Main Street, you're going to see the fair. Yeah. yeah. Parade, Very cool. That is, yeah. And then they'll have rides. And I'm not a carnival ride person, but it's just, Ooh. I'm not I used used to, but everything spins. Kind of anyway. And like, yeah. you know, you're uh, same with your body, like. Your inner ear changes. Something fundamentally yeah. changes. When I was in my 20s, I did um, preschool. I worked at preschool. And it'd be like, oh, ha, ha, funny. Let's get on the, the whatever, the mirror. Like, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so sick. I Like, you hit an age and it's like, this is not fun. Like, this used to be hilariously used to love us. I think I'm just going to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair, fair yeah. rides are the best though. Cause they're more rickety. And I think the more rickety generally, the more thrilling it is. It's pretty, yeah, that's a sense of, yeah, less smooth. Like the smooth ones are just way too sanitized. Like that's just <laughs> not even get on the rickety roller coaster. Where you're not sure if you're going to make it. Although yeah, they don't really have roller coasters. They have more like topsy turny stuff, but it's, it's fun. splintering mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted to shout out Jester's dinner theater. Cause they have an event this Friday that looked funny. That's front. <laughs> Front Deranged Comedy Show. Mm. And it's an improv group, I think, who's been there before. Improv Comedy Troupe, Front Deranged Improv Comedy Troupe. Um, come in. It says they take the audience suggestions and guide the scene, etc. Kind of your typical improv formula. But if you like improv, this Friday cool. night. 
I got you like one. improv. Do you guys I like do. improv? I like yeah. improv. I think yeah, it's I impressive. do too. When it's well kind done, bad yeah. improv is really bad. But if it's well done, it's really impressive. Yeah, yeah. I I will say uh, you remember uh, before Annie was even on the show when we were I think where Annie's at now we had the guy from the youth soccer club on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the other day I'm down the block. There's a house being sold in the area. I run into these two guys, talking to him for a couple of hours, an hour, probably an hour. And then he's like, I'm like, oh yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast. And he's like, wait, are you the guy with the podcast? And he's like, yeah, I was on that. It's like, what? <laughs> that guy was there. And uh he was Oh, that's with, so weird. Yeah, they were mm. they were looking at this house. And it's uh the other guy was the guy who owns Ross Monster Vans. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Serendipitously, they're both there. That is like, so weird. So I talked yeah. to these guys for like an hour, and it's like, oh yeah, no, like, yes, you. Shout out to that guy. He doesn't use the youth, doesn't do the youth soccer anymore. Um, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shout out to him. Uh, it was really funny. So shout out to those guys. Cool. Um, I was going to mention to people too that we have a few stickers, and we'd like to re order stickers Woo-hoo! so if you're interested in a sticker your own side dish sticker you know just email us at side dish longmont at gmail.com we'll yeah, come you on, sticker. Y'all. slap them yeah. on your bumpers uh, exactly wherever yeah um, and uh you can you can show your pride we will maybe look at other swag i'm not really sure what that is bobbleheads you know who knows yeah. oh, <laughs> an and, eric uh, bobblehead <laughs> i want that <laughs> an eric it's bobblehead great. with his little mic is it freshly <laughs> shaved exactly eric bobblehead or is it like <laughs> top here no i think i need to yeah freshly shaved probably i love that the best. yeah bobbleheads lunch boxes you know the whole the whole thing of swag you know t-shirts you know golf shirts whatever but yeah yeah golf yeah. shirts nice <laughs> So I think um, we are going to bid everybody adieu here. Uh, you know, thank you for joining us for this enlightening conversation about scooters, orbs, or, you know, uh, single wheeled vehicles downtown. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't get into loud noise downtown, so it's always good. But we talked about some of the businesses that are coming. Look for more guests to come on the show um, down the road. And it's always a pleasure to have you listen. You can find us wherever you find your podcast content. Tell your friends. Get your Spotify wherever you find your podcast. Tell your enemies. And rate us. Let us know you need a sticker. Side dish at gmail.com. Thank you all. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you.